0: This is CBT News, the voice of the retail automotive industry. Hello everyone, Jim Fitzpatrick with CBT News. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you're not using Facebook for your business, you should be. The social media platform has become more than just a place to catch up with old friends. Paul Potrats, owner of Potrats Partners Advertising, is talking to us today about Facebook and how to best use it for your business. Welcome back to CBT News, Paul
1: thanks jim appreciate you having me
0: sure so looks like you are hunkered down there in your home and uh not you know we're not talking to you from your office so uh how are things going
1: good good i'm just playing the grizzly adams role now so all is good so yeah that's great there's probably some new kids that are going
0: grizzly adams who's grizzly adams right you know they are there's no doubt that's right
1: that's right so uh we
0: do want to talk to you about some things here as it relates to facebook and the best way to use it but uh let's talk a little bit about the the impact that COVID has had here in the last four or five months in our industry. You run a very successful automotive ad agency. Are your clients back to spending now what they were spending in marketing prior to COVID hitting?
1: The vast majority of them did not cut any type of spending at all. So spending stayed pretty consistent. I mean we definitely, you know, had the talks with our clients and said maybe we should scale back a little bit and uh Anything that we did scale back was very minimal. I mean, no more than maybe 15 to 20 percent at the very most.
0: Okay. Wow. That's so, that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, because I, we've heard a lot of dealers early on, they were like, oh, we cut the whole thing out. or we, you know, scaled back by 80 percent or more in some cases, and uh, and then slowly, you know, had a gradual climb, you know, back. But uh, you know, with the, these last three or four months being, in some cases, record-setting. Uh, record-breaking months rather for a lot of dealers that I'm talking to they're full guns now they are let's get back in advertising let's get out there let's get you know the the, the word out and uh, and then of course we're dealing and I'm sure your clients are as well we're dealing with uh, inventory issues right on the new car side yeah, yeah.
1: everybody's having inventory issues um, and it's interesting you know some of my higher-performing clients what they've been able to do is they've been able to sell cars not even having the cars by doing rain checks on the vehicles and I mean, a lot of the, you know, some of their inventory that they've sold has been as much as 50 percent of their sales have been rain checks.
0: Wow. And, and, and tell me what a rain check or how does it work? I've never heard of a rain check in the auto industry. What, yeah, that I know. Work? Isn't it
1: the truth? It basically, uh, people come in and we talk about the vehicle. We show them the vehicle on the screen. We place their order and they're sitting back waiting for the vehicle to show up. So they're just pre-ordering. <laughs> the days of ordering
0: a car. Wow, they're
1: back. Yeah.
0: That's funny. A lot of experts say that that's actually the future of the business is that, you know, you'll showroom. People will come into their showroom to sit down and and literally, you know, just spec out the car that they want and uh, and then have it delivered 30 days later or sooner or, you know, who knows? uh,
1: I agree. And it's interesting. I mean, for the whole uh, it was late last year that I actually opened up my own dealership. So what I do is I do full frame off restoration on Land Rover Defenders. And uh, But the order process on that, it generally takes about a year for somebody to order it or they order it. It takes a year for us to get it done. So I've learned a lot from that. So working with the dealers, we've been talking a lot about that, how to actually do the order process, keep the person engaged and let them feel like it's very something very unique and special to them.
0: Yeah, for sure. Wow, that's pretty cool. Congratulations to you on that. So let's jump in here and talk about Facebook. Obviously everybody, even the last five or six months, if they weren't on Facebook or if they didn't use it much, they're using it now. It seems to be the line of communication and what keeps us connected you know, uh, uh, among our friends and family to see everybody's doing during these times. And uh, so talk to us about a Facebook campaign and and, and you've got a unique idea to use this to restock your used car lots, which used cars are in big demand right now. Yeah,
1: exactly. So just talking about Facebook briefly, I think the biggest problem why a lot of businesses have a, you know, basically a really bad experience and don't get the performance off Facebook is they're trying to use Facebook the same way we used radio, TV, and advertising, uh, meaning that they're just doing announcements. They're running some paid ads, and that's it. They're, they're basically talking to people, and they're not using it for what it was designed to be used for, and it's having conversations. Yeah. So I'll kind of move into that. Facebook has, um, you have different call to actions on your ad. So when you do your ad, you can have a call to action that says, learn more, shop now. So there's different ones, but there's the one call to action that says, send a message. And then when somebody clicks send a message, it's essentially like them sending a text message or a live chat or something like that. So that's where we've been working with the dealers to staff that send a message platform. And they have salespeople that are on the other end that will actually answer the question. But the way it really starts is in the ad, the way we write the copy of the ad. This is the key point right here. We don't talk about a specific car. We don't talk about a specific price or a payment. We talk in general terms. Are you looking for a car with heated seats, with a sunroof, with blank, blank, blank? So we're painting a visual picture. And it's like if you're looking for a car with any of these features or any more, send us a message. Let's have a conversation.
0: Huh. Okay, interesting.
1: And and that's been really difficult for a number of the dealers. Some, it's, they've been highly successful, and other ones have been really struggling with it because they're like, well, what's our word track? And I'm like, well, your word track's having a conversation. Right, right. Well, what's our script? It's called a conversation. <laughs> but how are we going to have a conversation unless you give us one of these and we, we can- yeah, exactly exactly. Right? And, and I don't mean that condescending at all, but it, so the ad itself, somebody clicks send a message, and then through the bot that Facebook has, What we do is if that message, that ad was written for used car, hey, we have your used car, send us a message, ask us about the features you want. The very first question we automatically prompt that shopper, it says, you know, it would say, great, hey, Jim, I see you're interested in a used car. Do you want a car, truck, or SUV? And then you would push truck. Okay, great, Jim, you want a truck. What's your payment range you're looking to have it at? And then we have pre-filled things, five hundred. So, you know, 400 to 500, 200 to 300, so on and so forth. And then the person clicks, you know, 200 to 300. Okay, great. Hold on a minute. Let me see what we have. And then that's when it prompts the salesperson to go ahead and pick up the conversation and say, okay, great. Uh, I have blank and blank and blank. And where some of the salespeople and some of the sales managers have struggled, they think that they need to answer instantly and you don't. You don't need to answer instant because none of us answer, well I won't say none of us, a lot of us don't answer our text messages instantly. We get to it when we can get to it, and that's what the Facebook Messenger tool is. Some mistakes that they're making that we're trying to work them through is they're instantly going to, all right, what's your phone number? And what's your email address? So they're trying to remove them off of that Facebook Messenger platform and get them onto a different platform, right?
0: Which the and customer the, doesn't want to do,
1: right? Right. Yeah. Have the conversation on the channel that the customer's at. Right. Why do we always want to switch them? Right. And then the frustrating point I've seen a lot of dealerships—they're using Facebook Messenger and they're flipping it over to their chat provider. Ah. Really? Okay. You've got a you've got a shopper right here in your hand. Yeah. Why would you risk gonna it? You're going to flip it off to a chat provider that maybe is handled overseas, maybe not. But yeah. Right. They're not your sales staff. No, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. So we got to get away from the mindset that we need to get all of our traffic to our website, because Facebook has their platform that they've built, and they want all the conversation to happen through Facebook, and they've even built basically a a, a you know a CRM tool in the back of Facebook, so you can put these shoppers into different categories. And you know exactly which sales rep is handling it and everything. So they've made a beautiful platform, and I hate to share it with here because there's going to be a lot of dealers going. We need to get into this, but that's been a really magic tool for a number of our clients, which moves me to the point of buying used cars and in inventory. I mean, buying used cars in market.
0: Yeah, there's no question. And right now, uh, you know, as we said, dealers are looking for every opportunity to get a good used car. You know, in as well as get a customer in because everyone that not everyone, I shouldn't say, but a large portion of the people that sell their cars to dealers or sell them outright, they need, they still need a car. They just think that they're going to get the most money if they keep the two deals separate, you know, to sell their, to sell their vehicle first and then go shopping for a vehicle. But, um, so really behind every one of those or most of them,
1: uh, is a customer for another vehicle, Right. It's true. It, it really is. And I mean, and we have seen a small number of the people that have had an extra vehicle at home. Yeah. You know, that it was for the kids or whatever, and the kids gone off to college or whatever it is. So we've seen some of those, but it's the vast majority of them have actually resulted into another sale, which are rain check sale, though, <laughs> because we don't have inventory.
0: Let me but, ask you a question. If we did kind of a quick round here of, uh, of the, the different mediums that dealers have used, in the past for advertising and, uh, and, and you know, on, a, on an average dealer that's spending maybe $60,000 a month in advertising, um,
1: should he be looking at TV? I, like, I really like connected TV, streaming TV. Okay. So we do recommend that a lot because with the streaming TV or connected TV, there's a lot of people that are watching their TV on an app when they want how they want. So with that, you're able to take your entire database, load that into the streaming TV platform and make sure that your customers are getting your ad. And then you can even slice and dice your customers into categories, whether it's a credit customer a lease customer or whatever, and give them the right message. So your ad dollars go much farther.
0: Okay. Okay. And, uh, and then of course, uh, on the digital side, are you, do you suggest to your clients, Google, Facebook, YouTube, talk to me about that. And in the, in the digital space, what should they really be right. focusing
1: on? Google I'll say Google's a necessary evil, mm-hmm. but the amount of money that the vast majority of dealer what they're spending is way too much. yeah they're spraying and praying right. and they're not taking the highest performing campaigns and minimizing so yes, Google, but quite honestly, the, the vast majority of dealers could probably spend anywhere from you know thirty to fifty percent less than they are and right. have a better campaign on Google.
0: So what are your forecasts for the balance of the year? I mean, here we are now uh, in August, heading for the first part of September. And, uh, uh, and you know, with just maybe four months to go here. I mean, it, it's crazy, right? That first of all, we're talking about four months left in 2020. <laughs> this it's year crazy. just, uh, it went fast, but at the same time it went slow, right? Because of COVID-19. I so, know.
1: And it looks like we're on another good month. It looks like we're I hitting, we're, I mean, we're finishing up a really good month here. Yeah. Yeah, it's there were many a- people
0: that I talked to in the beginning of the month that said, well, I think we're going to start to see now in August where that pent-up demand went away, the, a lot of the uh, stimulus money is gone and already spent, and I think we're going to see more of a reality in August. However, the dealers I'm talking to now have said that, no, August was just as good as July. Our only problem is getting cars, but we've been able to you know, get, get some cars, some new cars here and
1: delivered on them, and so... And here's my concern, too, about the inventory that we we are, you know, all of our dealers are starting to get inventory. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So the supply is going to be there. And whenever the supply is there, then I guess the the excitement of buying, because I think that's been part of why we've sold so many, because people have taken the hoarder mentality like they did with toilet paper. And that's what they're doing with cars. Right. So, I mean, if it was me and I was a Chevy dealer, Toyota dealer or whatever it might be, I don't think I'd be announcing that I have a lot of inventory. I would be sitting back saying, I still don't have much inventory. To <laughs> that's right. That demand. Up
0: go the grosses, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the and case. and, and many excellent. dealers have reported just that. Grosses are way up because of the, 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 either the lack of inventory or the perception that there's a lack of inventory. But either way, yeah. the grosses are
1: better. So yeah, People are not trying to negotiate, which is as crazy as can be. That's what I've but, heard.
0: Yeah, it's, I it's think crazy. it's all
1: about holding, holding back on your inventory. I really do. And I mean, yeah. we had some really good success with emails that we've just made the email very text, taken a picture of a transport vehicle and said, hey, I know you're interested in the vehicle. Transport vehicle just showed up. Call us. We <laughs> sent that out the other morning. I love it. And it went to like 4,000 people and they had 300 calls in a matter of two hours. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And it was just, it looked homegrown. We Isn't even put it at the bottom, sent from our iPhone. Wow. <laughs>
0: That's good. That's nice touch. I like that.
1: Yeah. Well, Paul Potrats, owner of
0: Potrats Partners Advertising. Thank you so much for joining us on CBT News. Always a pleasure catching up with you, and uh, you know you always got such uh, great information to share with our viewers. So, so thank you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. CBT News, the voice of the retail automotive industry.